Hello, I'm Raul Ramirez with the Catch Wrestling Alliance. Welcome everyone uh, to the Catch Wrestling Alliance podcast. Uh, you know, if you, hopefully you're here with us live. We're live on Twitch and uh, YouTube. So welcome to everyone watching. And also, if you, you know, if you're watching the, the, if you're watching this later, not watching it live, you know, welcome. Thank you for um, like, just thank you for your support. Thank you for your views. Um, everything helps. Um, we have like a lot of things to talk about, but, um, one of the main things is that, uh, we like first and foremost, before we get into our, our topic today is one of the goals of the catch wrestling Alliance, besides being, um, like preserving the art of catches, catch can wrestling. We also want to help everyone who wants to be helped, uh, to improve their grappling. So, um, you know, definitely we have, uh, a lot of people around the world who study with us and um, just want to let people know that, you know, we're here to help. We're here to help people elevate their grappling. That's one of the things that we are, um, you know, very happy to do. Uh, you know, I've done seminars in Asia often and different parts of the United States. So um, helping you has actually always been at the core of this. And by helping you, we achieve our goal to help preserve this great art of ours, right? This wrestling style that, you know, used to dominate the United States uh, and, and the rest of the world. So, um, you know, with your help, then, you know, we can really keep real wrestling alive. All right. So actually we have an update, you know, like um, I think for those of you who have been uh, listening or, you know, keeping up with us and you might've seen some of our shorts, our short videos, uh, where we were doing some some videos at UCLA campus. Well, because of the COVID outbreak, um, we're not going to be on campus right now. So uh, I guess you won't be seeing many more, <laughs> at least for, for a few weeks, for, you know, for probably this quarter. I think all the classes are going to be virtual. I think for grappling, they just might not even have class um because of you know it's a, it's a little hard to like teach you know if you if you're by yourself or whatever it's kind of hard to teach on zoom uh but one thing that's not so hard to teach is the kickboxing stuff so um i want to pat myself on the back a little bit i guess my kickboxing class uh, has the most enrollment in out of all the martial arts classes at ucla so so uh, happy to hear that, and um, it just shows that um, people enjoy the class. But stuff like this, like like Sanda, so I teach Chinese kickboxing and catch wrestling. Um, but like these, this style, uh, which is a more obscure style, is still beat out the more popular styles like Muay Thai and whatnot. Um, I think the other style that uh, comes close in enrollment, but like not, not like. Uh, not as the number two i think it's like boxing or whatever um but like we've our enrollment is just like way beyond uh anybody else so i found that out this morning uh so i just wanted to to brag about that a little bit um I'm happy because uh, it's really great to see the the students and um basically like um they put a lot of things about enjoying the class and really like the style and stuff it's really one of those styles that i've always said is like a great base style so catch wrestling is a great base style that uh, is 
can easily add on different types of things. So one of the main thing is that um, I talk or that I think about is like say like a lot of the self defense stuff. It's really easy to add on like these other like knife fighting stuff or whatever. Uh, having a good sanda base or a good kickboxing base allows you to easily um, get into these other these other like complementary things, right? But it'd be great to have. Sanda base or a catch wrestling base, you know. So, um, you know, so we have that here at, at um, UCLA, and of course, I also teach at uh, Fight Science MMA. I think they have a, uh, yeah, so a bunch of fighters coming up. Uh, one guy's in UFC already, um, so you know, we'll see see what happens with with Fight Science. I still teach. So basically, I'm I'm there on Thursday nights teaching catch wrestling. Um, I'll let you know if anything changes with that all right so another thing is that so last week for those of you who watched that uh that live stream or or listened to that podcast we were talking about one of the greatest catch wrestlers to whoever roamed whoever walked whoever walked the earth right uh the guy who's considered farmer burns teacher so tom connors we were talking about him and his book um and this week we're going to continue talking about the book but something kind of interesting happened. So uh, we're going to shift gears and kind of talk about this other thing that happened. Um, but let me kind of start off like, or one of the reasons that I, why I decided to like switch gears and talk about a different subject this week was um, a, a thing, right? So we released our uh, pressure pass system uh, online course. So that's on through our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. We released that. And actually we have a big fan who was a, um, who was, who was on our podcast like uh, months ago, but it was Chiago. I, I have a difficult time saying his last name. It's a uh, Niemeyer. Um, he's in Rio. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Uh, he's been a black belt, you know, for, for many years. He's also an anthropologist. So he, he really likes, um, kind of studying like the, the evolution and the uh, kind of like the the development of different martial arts, and he's really fascinated by catch wrestling. He's trained with you know, some of the biggest names in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, of course, in Brazil, um, and he loves catch wrestling. He loves what we do, and and he um, he has he, he he did the course right our, our latest pressure pass course and um, he's trying to implement a lot of these things and so he sent a video that we shared on our social media as well it's the short that we released uh, probably earlier this week uh where it says just two brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts because yeah it's two brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts in brazil uh doing the technique they learned from our course and the it got a couple of comments from different people which i think is really kind of interesting so, but they basically said the same thing. So two different people commented about like, oh, there's so much back exposure on this guard pass that uh, he was doing. But, uh, and, I, and I think we're going to have Chiago talk about this be, um, on, on our podcast coming up, possibly even next week. Um, but within the next few weeks, um, we'll say that to not like get you expecting, um, you know, next week. But anyway, uh what we were calling it's kind of like the, the invisible techniques right 
and pinning is actually one of these kind of invisible techniques for for wrestling and uh, you know no gi grappling, no gi jujitsu, and even gi jujitsu, right? So um, a lot of people just in general don't understand this, don't don't understand this idea, and don't really implement these uh, great techniques or these ways of controlling your person, your opponent, uh, and you can set up all kinds of submissions using pins and stuff. So uh, Thiago was doing that, but then I think kind of like to the untrained eye or to the, at least to the person who's kind of, I would say like kind of, I, I would describe it as like someone who has like this mainstream grappling mindset. Um, they're like, oh, too much back exposure. But if, you, if you're, even if you're doing amateur wrestling, uh, it's, it's preferable to give your back to the person. If you're doing catch wrestling, it's also more preferable to give your back to the person because if you're uh, chest to chest, one that means one of you guys is uh, got their shoulders on the mat, right? So, um, so it's preferable to give your back, and so giving your back isn't uh, isn't really as dangerous as the people with the mainstream grappling mindset might believe. Um, and that'll, that'll probably be a, uh, another video series that we'll do on our on our um, on our website. Um, because yeah, it's like uh, people got to break out of that mindset. But then that leads uh, to what happened this week. <clears throat> um, so on the Flow Grappling podcast, and I know I guess it's kind of funny. I talked about Craig Jones uh, a few weeks ago because he was talking about he's making he he was joking around about chokes and whatnot. But he was actually describing the way a lot of people um, back in the day in the heyday of catch wrestling, uh, he was describing the way they looked at chokes and how it wasn't considered something that really shows control or dominance and whatnot. So, but anyway, so now Craig Jones is uh, talking again. And so we're talking about it because going back to this whole idea of the, these invisible techniques and pinning and whatnot, where, where the pin can, uh, it might look like maybe you're in, in the case of the video that, that we shared with Chiago, it might look like, Maybe there's potential back exposure stuff, but really, when you're when you're using your the pinning principles properly, uh, you're really not in danger, and uh, they're not they're probably not even going to be able to take your back or whatever. Um, but by um, you know, I guess we'll transition. I'll try to transition, but it's not quite working out. But what what happened was then. On the podcast, on the Flow Grappling podcast, Craig Jones went on and pledged to not pull guard right, ever again. Right, so he might, he might just be messing around or whatever, or to be sensational. Um, but it was pretty interesting because then, what does that mean? I mean, it, like that means there's he's going to have a little bit more potential back exposure, and he's not worried. I'm I'm not worried. Um, uh, and actually, if you um, um, like, if you don't pull guard, you can set up a lot of great counters. So let's go and show you the video. So this was on their social media, on the Flow Grappling social media. Uh, it's like, I, don't know, I think it's like forty seconds long. So uh, go ahead and enjoy this, and then we'll talk about it once it's over. I'm making this promise from this day forward. I will never pull guard again. Whoa. Oh. What? Yeah. Win or lose, even if I get my ass slammed into the ground, I will not pull guard again. 
Whoa. I'm not even buying an ADC that. Never, never, even if you're 12 minutes in and you're tired and, and it's not working, you're never going to pull guard. Are you mean, you're never going to pull guard like I'll take first. a DQ over a guard pull. If I'm tired, we're getting a DQ. You just walk off the mat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mike? What do you think about that, Mikey? Mikey, are you ever going to pull guard again? Shit, I need to pull guard. Um, <laughs> man, so ADCC, you're, you're fighting someone like a really high-level wrestler. You're not going to pull guard, Craig. My hope is that they get tired taking me down, and that's when I strike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he, he might be joking or whatever, but the thing is, like, when he jokes around, he actually kind of, uh, like, says stuff that's uh, more uh, of, like, the perspective of back in the day, like these catch wrestlers, too, where, um, again, if he, he, he said, like, uh, his like he says he wants them to be tired um, or he wants them so he wants the opponent to tire themselves out uh, trying to take him down that's actually a really great strategy uh, then you you know if if they make this uh, if they shoot in for a double and you totally counter easily and I think he's also training with like um, you know some high level NCAA wrestlers too um, at, at his school now right his gym now um, so at least he's seeing a lot of the amateur wrestlers or at least amateur wrestling attack strategies. So uh, that means he would be able to beat or at least counter a lot of the, the mainstream uh, techniques that you would see from people who did like high school or collegiate wrestling. And, you know, there's there's so many they leave themselves open to a lot of submissions. So um, he's probably just practicing all that. And um, that's one of the things that that i wish more people would understand because like it, you know when you see these these comments of like people with that kind of like this mainstream um mainstream grappling understanding then it's it's uh kind of disappointing like you don't want to uh like describe everything to them or you can't explain anything to them because uh they already it's almost like a cultish in a way where it's like you know because i'm not like promoting the mainstream thing then you know they're 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 not listening unless it's like a guru like john danaher saying the same thing that i say um and so so and and i think the video clip is pretty interesting though too because if you have two really popular um jujitsu practitioners so one is you know craig talking about not pulling guard and kind of letting the waiting for the opponent to tire themselves out and then you can counter their their takedown attempt uh then you have then they you have uh muzumeki where uh you know he's talking about he has to pull guard right so even against a high level grappler he's going to um you know basically he's gonna he'll probably sit down you know i've seen a few of his matches um yeah but you know i you know i, I don't follow him that much right compared to craig jones i've seen a bunch of, of many more right and so yeah there's all these different ways so even if you do get taken down to counter uh but the main thing is that say if you if you refuse to pull guard um i believe you actually have many more options uh at your disposal many more techniques that you can do many more counters because um you're not limiting yourself by being on the ground right if you're on top then you can um, or even if you um, counter a takedown, then you can kind of set up a lot of a lot of different uh, counter attacks. 
you know, same thing, you know, of course, it's not, I don't think it's actually the same thing as if you were to sit down. Uh, I, I believe if you're standing, you have so many more options. Um, so will anybody um, pledge to not pull guard? Personally, like, you know, I, I, I do no gi jujitsu, you know, weekly, several times. Uh, and I don't do it. I mean, <laughs> it seems to work out just fine for me. Um, um, of course, you know, I, in my catch wrestling classes, you'll get some people coming uh, from the jujitsu class because it's, um, you know, it's at the MMA studio. So, uh, you know, all different backgrounds are welcome to attend. Uh, but you'll see some people, uh, you know, like with that mainstream mindset or who've only done jujitsu. So, they're thinking of that whole, you know, you always got to face them kind of idea. So uh, doesn't mean it, it's always a failure when they do stuff like that. But, you know, it's, um, it's, it's limiting, I think, ultimately. Um, that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, you can have your opinion. That's totally fine. Uh, if anybody has any questions, go ahead and you know, let me know. We'll be happy to respond. Um, it's kind of like an unusual time to have our to have our chat, <laughs> to have our live stream. Uh, so I think the usual people aren't here, but um, you know, feel free to comment or whatever. Uh, you know, I'd like to hear your point of view. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not. You're not going to persuade me. And <laughs> no, just kidding. Whatever. Uh, but I just thought there's something interesting, and I, I I'm, I'm glad that that instance happened uh it's probably not going to change the mainstream grappling but at least you were having these uh, these ideas thrown out there because uh what Craig Jones said is totally viable and uh, whether he's joking or not it's you know not, not pulling guard is uh totally fine and you know he might be more successful now because there, there's a i think one of the last matches I guess I think um, yeah, I went, went full time. I don't think about the submission. Um, I think he's the one just was like the bigger guy. Um, but I think that was that was still kind of like barely. He wasn't really, um, you know, he, the, yeah. I think it was against the, one of the Ruatolos, um, I believe. But anyway, yeah, with the full time. Um, so yeah, maybe he's trying to change some other things up instead of you know doing the mainstream stuff. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, so you know, again, if anybody has any thoughts, you know, feel free to write them in the chat. Um, also if there's any other things that um you're interested in learning about, you know, let me know because that was the other thing that I want to try to bring up is that, you know, Crescent Line is here to not only, um, you know, preserve catches, catch can wrestling, but we're also here to elevate your grappling. So we have a lot of online courses on our YouTube channel, I mean, sorry, on our website, but then our YouTube channel also has like tons of, uh, it's, it's like uh, a lot of topical videos where we, we break down a lot of techniques. But we also have uh, a lot of matches. We have like some of the very best pressing matches. 